Welcome to City Life Church Podcast. Our desire is that all may come to know Christ and fulfill their purpose in life. We welcome you to head over to our website for more information. God bless you and enjoy the message. All right, praise God. I'm excited to be here this morning and have the opportunity to share with you this morning. Um, I don't really have a heavy, revy preaching word, but I do have an important word, and um, it's exciting to me because it's, it's foundational to what we're doing. What I want to speak on this morning, I want to kind of follow with the theme that Pastor Steve has been bringing with creating a culture of community And my emphasis this morning is CLC Connects. So CLC Connects, creating a culture of community, CLC Connects. Now, I'm a teacher by gifting, and I'm going to do a lot of teacher-y things when I do this this morning, because there are ways that we learn more than just hearing somebody. If you look at the slides, that's also seeing We'll also do some participatory stuff, so I hope you're ready for that. It should be good. Now, Pastor Steve, last week in his message, Finding Your Place, he talked a lot out of Romans 12, and a lot of that just resonated with me this morning. Um, In verse 4, there's unity in the body, and unity is so important. In verses 9 and 10, talked about loving each other. And verse 16, living in harmony. And all these themes have kind of been flowing in a lot of what's been going on in my spirit and a lot of stuff that's been happening this morning. There's or this last week or so, I think. It's pretty powerful. But what I, want to, what I want to start off with right away is why connect? Why connect? And the verse that the Lord gave me to kind of start with this morning is in Colossians chapter 2. Now, in Colossians chapter 2, verse 2, it says, I want them to be encouraged and knit together by strong ties of love. Knit together. I want, I'm going I'm to dig into this a little bit. And in verse 19, talking about Jesus, the head from whom the whole body supported and knit together by its joints and ligaments grows as God causes it to grow. There's a thing that the Lord is saying to his church. He wants us to be knit together. He wants us to be tied together. Just like our physical bodies are connected, if you had a muscle that wasn't connected to anything, you'd have some problems. Anybody know what muscles are connected to? What are the muscles connected to? Bone. How are they connected to the bones? Tendons and ligaments, right? So that muscle with the, with the connections that happen to the bone allow it to do the things and move the things and do the actions that they're supposed to do, which is really cool. And then cells are connected to each other, the muscle fibers individually. There's all these things, right? And so the body is an example, an illustration that the Lord has given us about the body of Christ. There's others too, and they all involve connectedness. He talks about us being a house, made up of living stones, fitted and joined together, right? And so there's this connectedness. Now, I want to dive into knit together a little bit. Do we have any knitters here this morning, people who know how to knit? Um, If you'd like to come up and and knit right here as I preach, that'd be fine. I was thinking of the tale of two cities, how there was a gal that, uh, Madame Defarge, I looked it up this morning, that sat at the foot of the guillotine and knit during the whole story. 
Um, now, this kind of little gruesome, maybe you want to just knit and just about, you know, the Word of God or whatever. Preach. You're welcome to. If you like to, if you don't, that's fine. But with knitting, you know, you can start with just a single strand. I don't know if I can find the end here. But then with the needles and just working them, you can create some pretty incredible things. I have another example here. A good teacher has visual aids, right? So this is just, you know, something simple. It's either, uh, maybe it's a, a... a placeholder for, you know, a pot or it could be a wash rag or something. This is just something I pulled out of our kitchen. And, but, but it's really amazing how well, when it's knit together, how close it stays. It's pretty, pretty fantastic. Now, do we have any of my Royal Rangers here that took rope craft with me? I see a few here that learned how to tie some knots when I was a Royal Ranger leader. Now, if I have two strands... I can make them touch, and they'd be kind of connected in a way, right? They're touching. But if, if they're just touching, if something happens, they can kind of end up doing their own thing, going their own way, and not really be truly connected. Even if they're touching, they may not be truly connected. So I'm going to do a thing here, and I'm, I'm going to ask you to participate with me. I am going to, I'm going to make a knot here in the middle of this. So I'm going to make a simple knot called a square knot. Has anybody ever made a square knot before? Yeah, square knots are pretty cool. Square knots are uh, one of the most simple basic knots. And when you make a square knot, it can kind of join the, the atoms together. So when you actually make a knot, too, you can, you can end up with not knowing which end is which. It's so connected. So which is the right end of this string over here? This one? Is it this one? Or is it the other one? I don't know. It's pretty, pretty cool. But what I'd like to do is I'd like to take this knot, and actually, I don't think my square knot turned out quite right, but I'm going to pass this around. I'd like you, as part of my message, I'm going to pass this around, and as you get it, I'd like you to add a knot to it, okay? It could be a simple overhand knot. Just add a knot to it and pass it on. And when it gets all the way around the congregation, I expect to see this all knotted up, okay? So I'm going to start here. Jeff, welcome. Thank you. And uh, I wanted to say I'm thankful to have Tim here. Tim is an active duty sailor. He's visiting us on leave. And he sh- probably knows a little bit about knots. I think they might have. Did they teach you anything about knots in, in basic? It's kind of important for sailors to know about knots. It's good. So um, I don't know. Maybe when you get it, you'll tie some most fancy knot. Maybe not. Don't worry about it. But thank you. I'm glad you're here this morning. It's good. So we are knitted together. Now the thing about knitting together and being knit together and connected like that, it helps us to be, prepares us to be more useful in what God has for us. The Lord also gives us a picture of the net, right? And when you're catching fish in a net, all of those sections of the net have to be connected and joined together. So I like that picture of being knotted together, being joined together and connected. So I want to talk a little bit about city life, CLC small groups, or connect groups. Connect group is one of the names we have for the small groups that meet at city life. And um, I came up with a statement, small groups are diverse ways to connect with our brothers and sisters designed to reach all ages and interests. Designed to reach all ages and interests. So as a body of Christ... We aren't really required to connect with everybody in the body. 
because this thumb is really only connected to this hand. It's not connected to the other hand, right? But it has to be certainly connected here. And there are ways we can connect with each other. And so kind of how we connect or where we connect is kind of, it may vary. So I want to talk a little bit about some of the objectives of our small groups or connect groups, and then some of the ways we're, we are connecting. So our objectives for our small groups, first of all, is fun. Fun, right? When you, when you get done meeting together with your brothers and sisters, you should want to jump for joy having so much fun, right? Because it would not be a necessarily good experience to dread getting together because, man, that's such a downer all the time. I hate getting together. I hate doing, I hate going to this group. I hate meeting with them because it's such a, no, we should have fun, right? And when we're, when we're brothers and sisters living in unity and harmony, we, it is fun. It's fun to share life together, to do things together, to pray together, even just to study his word together. So the first objective is fun. The second is fellowship. Now, fellowship is, is interesting here. Fellowship, there's a, there's a word in Greek, koinonia, kind of means doing together, participating together, uh, community, that Christian fellowship. But there's another fun thing about this. Now, this picture has, has some meaning to me. There was a time in the church I was attending in Fairbanks when I was a young man where our church joined together with a couple other churches in the city, and we did a joint worship service. And one of the churches was an African-American church, and they were dynamic and powerful and, and excited. They were great. It was awesome because it kind of, whoa, so it kind of enlivened us and brought some things. Now, this one fellow from this church, he made a statement about joining together that was kind of, I remember it to this day, partially because he had a, an interesting way of talking, kind of funny accent, but uh, the thing he said was, was pretty simple, yet profound. He said, and I'll try to, try to do an impression. He said, the bishop says, fellowship is a bunch of fellas in the same ship. And just that delivery just sticks in my head. And it's like, okay, so it's simple. Yeah, fellowship, fellas in the same ship. That's, it's cute and funny, but it it's also makes sense. But here's the, here's the kicker. When I got to reading this this week and pr preparing for this, that word knit together that we're looking at in Colossians chapter two, it's a Greek word, symbazo. And symbazo comes from two words in the Greek, sin, which means with or together, and embazo. And embazo, we get the English word embark. Together, embark. And it actually has this idea of getting on a boat together. Has anybody ever been on a cruise? Few of us have been on cruises, right? It's the opportunity to get on a small metal object with 20,000 of your closest friends and spend a few days moving around the ocean, right? Well, you know, maybe they're not your closest friends. And with some of those cruise ships, they're big enough that you may never bump into the same people twice. But my grandfather did an interesting cruise um, at one point in Scandinavia. They cruised the fjords of Norway, and they did it on a postal boat, a boat that sailed around the fjords to different settlements that were only connected by water and delivered the mail. So it's a small boat, and I think it had place for like four passengers as well as the crew. 
And so they spent like four days cruising around, very tight-knit in a small, you know, probably 30-foot boat, just being close together. Now, when you're in a confined space with people like that, there's a certain amount of connectedness. There's a certain amount of being together that you're on the same journey together. You're going to the same location. You're doing the same stuff. Tim, as a submariner, will tell you that he's going to be together with a bunch of guys in the same place for quite a while. And that simbazo fellowship is kind of that getting together, being knit together, which is Kind of cool, a bunch of fellas in the same ship. I was like, wow. So there's really even more than just that cute, cuteness of the English statement. That's really true. So fun and fellowship, being together, embarking, doing the same thing. I like that a lot. Okay, so the next objective is developing a sense of community. And that community, as we get to know each other, we're understanding each other, as we're participating in life together, it helps us to work together more effectively. Next, it's also awareness of needs. If I never hang out with David, I may never know what he's going through. But if we hang out, we go to coffee or we're having a meal together or we're doing something together, he's like, yeah, I've been looking for a new place to rent for, for weeks now. And every time I, you know, I'm like, well, dude, let me pray with you. You need a better job? Let's pray together. You start to learn of what people are going through and what their needs are. So that's super important. And if you're never connected, if all you do is show up on a Sunday high vibe, how is anybody going to know what you need? How are you ever going to know how to bless somebody else? And then awareness needs beyond that, ministering to needs. So maybe David needs a new car, and I've got one that I can loan him for a week. Or maybe you know somebody needs meals delivered because they've got someone who is just coming back from recovery from the hospital. So those sorts of things are things that we can do to help each other when we know about things. So these are just some of the objectives of of our groups. I want to also point out here that I want to kind of say another point could be flexible, flexibility. And what I want to get the idea here is that you don't have to feel tied to only participate in only one group or one thing. Like, oh, well, I go to Brett and Cindy's connect group. I can't go to any others. Well, that's, that's kind of not the point that if you go to our connect group, hang out with us, that's fine. But you want to go participate in somebody else's Bible study or do something else, there's flexibility. You don't have to feel tied down or loyalty to one group. But the other part of it is you've, if you only have bandwidth or the ability just due to life, to participate in one thing, great, that's fine. Don't have to feel like you go to everything, but don't also feel like you have to only do one. So, okay, so those are objectives. Now, I want to roll through kind of quickly some of the ways we are currently connecting. We've got age-related groups that we do here. Uh, We have the youth with Door 33. We have college age at New Avenue. We have seniors, Methuselah. They meet at different times, different places, different frequencies according to the needs. And those are great ways to be connected with similar age groups. I also remembered this morning, thank you, Lord, and thank you for pens. Pens are great to help add things to your notes, right? And a wife to help find you a pen when you don't have one. Thank you, wife. (laughs) Um, We also have women's uh, group. We have Beautiful, which is going to be meeting in three weeks. It didn't get in the video announcements, but in three weeks, mark it on your calendars, Sunday. And then men's breakfast, 
every other month, once a month, something like that. We're going to be having men's breakfast. We've done two. They're awesome. And uh, so those are just some ways we're currently connecting. And I also want to get into kind of some of the small groups that are currently connecting. Um, what I called the Sunday lunch bunch. This was, this was a, just a gathering that Cindy and I hosted. We were meeting the first and third Sundays. So after church, come on over and have lunch with us. We've had up to 15, 18 people at our house. Sometimes we've done them here. Sometimes we've done them at our house, depending on what the situation was. Also, Sunday evenings at the Bradleys, Steve and Jane open up their home to meet on Sunday evenings. Uh, Wednesday, Bible study at Collins Freitas, more. Helen Carroll been involved with that too. That's really awesome opportunity to get connected and study the word. Another Bible study, women's Bible study through the Gospels. Trisha Farr's been hosting that, and they've been going through the Synoptic Gospels, Matthew, Mark, and Luke, and kind of looking at those, which has been cool. And uh, Young Adult Lunch Out. This is one where once a month they're getting together to go eat out, and the idea is if you're interested, talk to the folks at City Espresso, because they'll know, right? So that's pretty cool. So those are some things we're currently doing, but... um, We've also got in this idea of our groups that you don't have to, that that there's flexibility in how long we do it. So what we're, we've also set up is this kind of quarter system in the year. I'll talk a little bit more about that. And so some of the things we're going to do in the next quarter, coming soon, we're going to do some Friday night game nights. Sydney and I are going to move away from the lunch bunch to uh, Friday night game nights. And then uh, fall hikes and outings. We're going to do some, some fun stuff. Has anybody ever been to the Ape Caves? Ape Caves is awesome. We're going to go do that uh, sometime in the fall. So if you guys, you know, maybe you don't want to go get together for lunch. Maybe a game night sounds like a blast. Well, come on out and do that. Maybe that doesn't work for you. But maybe, hey, let's just go hang out at Tolme State Park for the afternoon on a Sunday. Or maybe Saturday, let's go do the Ape Caves. We'll do some of that this summer. So those are some fun things coming up. So, so the next thing I would say is, what are your inspirations or your interests? Are you interested in starting a group? Are you interested in starting a group? Maybe it's just a little simple fellowship group. Meet in your house. Maybe provide snacks or do something. Or maybe you like to... Uh, mountain bike and want to start a mountain biking group once a month, go up to Capitol Forest and ride your bikes around. It, it could be anything. And the more we do that, the more we have opportunities to connect and maybe connect with people that we've never connected with before. So I want to kind of roll into, if you're interested or willing, kind of how you would go about and what we can do to make that happen. So we have a recommended framework for our small groups. And they don't all have to abide by this, but this is just a general to give us an idea. Initially, we're talking some short commitments, two to three months. So our Sunday lunch bunch, we've kind of finished that session, and next session we're going into something new. So it also gives you the opportunity, if you're interested in hosting one, to say, well, I'm not going to, you know, I don't want to do this for a year or two years or five years or eight years. Maybe I just want to do a short session. Cindy did a a seed starting session this spring, and she had two or three people come over, and she talked about planting and getting her seeds ready. And we've got some tomato plants that are this tall that were in our living room window. They're finally, they've moved out, finally. They've got their own place in in the garden somewhere. But um, 
that's you know one of the things she she did, and it was short term, and it was great because some people with some same interests were able to come and learn and prep for their own gardens or do other things like that. Um, so essentially, two to three months is great. If you want to do a longer one, just keep it going. That's fine, but know that you can do a shorter one. The next part would be determine a focus. So if you want to do something like mountain biking, or you want to just get together to eat or do a Bible study, just what's, what would the focus of your group be? Okay, so what's the duration? What's the focus? Next would be determine the meeting frequency. How often do you want to meet? Once a month, once a week, twice a week, every night. Maybe, maybe that's too much. I don't know. But what's the frequency? How, how frequently would you, would you like to get together? And then determine the group makeup or capacity. So we're going to have people at our house, but I can only fit six people in my house because I've got a small place. So, well, that's what you say. This group is limited to six people. Or, you know, this group is really better for the ladies. So that's why we're having a women's Bible study. Or maybe this should be youth targeted. So it can, you, can, you have flexibility to say, yeah, we're going to do, do a guy's woodworking group. And it's going to be four guys. That's all I can fit in my shop. And we're going to meet twice a month. So that kind of thing. So determine your group makeup and capacity. And then the other part of this is we'd like a, a brief follow-up, like just kind of like, hey, how's your group going? Oh, well, we got together last month and we had three people and we, and, and these guys, oh, you know, so then when somebody comes to me and says, yeah, I love mountain biking. Well, did you know that Peter's got a mountain biking group? Peter, I know you mountain bike. You love it, right? Yeah, okay, well, maybe, maybe Peter doesn't. Maybe he wants to go mountain biking. So he's going to meet up with Steve to go mountain biking, right? That'd be great. <laughs> well, okay, maybe those two guys aren't. But here we go. But that's just kind of so we know what things are going on and help, help plug people in. So then if you want to, oh, I want to also mention here, on our website, we're going to feature this, but I also want to mention that if you're interested in starting a group, I've got the link to a form on the site that'll help you kind of put this information together so we can help you promote it better. And that's the next part of what I want to talk about is how we can help you promote a group if you want to set one up. So the first way we promote is through luncheons every quarter. And we're doing luncheons at church here every three-ish or so months. We're going to meet right there. And the next one is when? Next week, next Sunday, right? And you sign up. In the back. Excellent. Thank you. You guys are paying attention. Did, did that rope, knotted rope, make it all the way through? It's over there? Okay. okay. It's, they're still working on it. Excellent. I wanted to make sure that was still going. So yeah, luncheons, going to be great. It's Mexican food next week. It's awesome. Going to be awesome. Um, so yeah, the luncheon every quarter. We're going to take a little bit of opportunity at those luncheons. If you want to start a group, you can kind of do a kickoff there and say, hey, we're doing a group that is on mountain biking, and we're going to do every third Thursday night, we're going to meet and go mountain biking. So it's an opportunity to give a little pitch there. We've got four luncheons planned. Brandon, you want to pull up the next slide? There's the dates on there. So these are the dates that we're meeting, April 29th, July 29th, and September 30th are the planned out luncheons for the next few quarters. So that's exciting. Now, another way we can promote your group, if you want to do one, is through a video feature. We've got an amazing AV team. And if you talk to them and give them kind of enough heads up, 
They can help you record something and put something together. Maybe it's just a picture, if we're using a mountain biking illustration, of a mountain bike. And just a quick voiceover. Hey, mountain bikers meet every third Thursday. And it could be something as simple as that. We can put it into our announcements video and run that so it can be there. We can also put information on the church website. Now, this is kind of small as far as a screenshot goes, but we do have a church website. It's clc-wa.com. And at the top, there's navigation, and there's a link on there that says connect. And if you click on the drop-down link for connect, you'll see a number of things. You'll see some of the things I mentioned before, the women's group, the men's, the different ages, and you also see small groups. And so this is our small groups pages, our small groups page. And the page will have all of what's going on in our current time frame with the different things. This one that you can see at the top of it, Brett and Cindy, the, the Sunday lunch, and the dates and times, who to get a hold of. And if you go to the pay, if you go to the site right now on your electronic device and look and scroll, you'll see about seven other things of the way we're connecting. Pastor Steve's half marathon run training. A lot of people were interested in joining up with him. I don't know how many actually did get together and run with him, but that was another one, right? And it's, they're listed out there. So as things start and stop, we'll pull things on or off. So it's always a place to get info on it. Another place that we can promote these is through our City Life social media, Facebook or Instagram. We've put some pictures up there, some kind of announcements, some things there. So if you, if you have friended City Life, you should get in your feed every now and again, stuff going on. And that may be a great way to reach, reach people, let them know about what you want to do or what you're doing. And then finally, touch cards in the lobby. So we can make you up a card that kind of has the who, what, where's, why's, and you can grab some of those and hand them out and staple them on people's foreheads or um, nicely give them to them, however you, you like to operate. Some groups may be more, you know, that may be more or less appropriate than others. I don't know. But um, that's, a, that's another way we can help you promote. So, yeah, getting connected. It's important, right? Being knit together, being joined, being being tied together, not just loose strings, not just flapping in the wind, but it allows us to be more effective. And so these are some of the ways. I know it's kind of, kind of more informational than inspirational, but at the same time, there's such a truth that when we walk together, when we're united, when we are joined together, we are much more effective in reaching the community and being that part of creating a culture of community. When we reach our community, when we touch and have, when people come in, we can kind of wrap them up in three or four different ways if we're connected rather than just one-on-one. So that's, that's what I had for you this morning. Get connected and stay connected through what we're doing at City Life. Amen? Amen. All right, worship team, if you'd like to come I'd just like to pray if, you, if you'll bow your heads with me. Lord, we thank you for this opportunity to marvel in the amazing creation that you've created in your body of Christ, even in this congregation, and how much you love us and how much you want us to be knit together. Lord, we pray right now for more and better opportunities to connect with our brothers and sisters. Lord, we pray that as we connect 
even more that we would be uh, of more effectiveness to you, that we would be an even greater demonstration of your body as we love those that you bring into our house, Lord, that as we reach out into community and touch lives, Lord, that we would do it in an even better way, Lord. We thank you for this opportunity to work with each other, love each other in unity and harmony. In Jesus' name, amen. Would you stand? Amen. This is a pretty well-connected or knit-together row, right? Thank you guys for participating in this. Hope this is memorable. Helps you remember this. Get connected, all right? God bless you. Have a great week. Thank you for listening to City Life Church Podcast. 